Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. Before we get started, thank you to my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join in and support this podcast or receive mail from my desk and trips to Disneyland. You can find me on Patreon.com slash SentFromDisneyland or go to the show's website, SentFromDisneyland.com. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits and a special end-of-the-year gift. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons, to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-ticket patrons, Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Cote, Scott Cagle, and Monica Vega. B-ticket patrons, The Riley Family, and the Disneyland Rewind Podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zillot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fiches de la Torres. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain moving past the Golden Horseshoe towards the old gazebo on the Rivers of America. If you look closely, you can see the top spires of Sleeping Beauty Castle. On the back it reads, Mark Twain. Goodbyes have been said, and the Mark Twain pulls away from the little frontierland town in Disneyland to take passengers on a nostalgic ride down the Rivers of America. It's postmarked August 23, 1957, with an Anaheim Centennial 1857-1957 two cent red Jefferson postage stamps, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, August 22nd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 92 and a low of 63. Park attendance that day was 30,459. It's addressed to a Lori Elil of Wisdom, Montana. It reads, Dear Lori, we took a trip on this boat and saw lots of things along the bank. Love, G." In 1957, G would have seen a slightly different tour of the Rivers of America. After leaving the dock, guests could look out from the left side or port side of the boat and see the Golden Horseshoe, and Frontierland would continue, as this was before New Orleans Square was built. The Mark Twain would then pass the gazebo shown on the front of this postcard. The gazebo was only on the riverbank until 1961, but this is where guests would regularly see Disneyland performers like the Straw Hatters. Next, guests would see a small bridge that connected the Rivers of America's water to the Jungle Cruise water. Guests on land would use the bridge to walk over the creek to get to the Frontierland Station. Moving further along the river, guests would see the original location of the dock and rafts to Tom Sawyer Island. I mentioned this before, but there was a time where Tom Sawyer Island had two docks named Tom's Landing and Huck's Landing. The dock on the Frontierland side of the river was slightly downriver from where the dock is today. Moving on from there, guests would see the dock for the keelboat ride and the dry dock which is used when the Mark Twain needs repairs or refurbishments. This is also the new home to Pelican's Landing, which is an expanded area for guests to sit down with the food they've purchased from the nearby Harbor Galley. Then guests would travel past the Indian Village. This was near where Critter Country and the Hungry Bear Restaurant is today. This included the launching point for the canoes. Like the Tom Sawyer Island rafts, the location has shifted around the same area over the years. Guests on the left side, or starboard side, could see Fort Wilderness on the island, and then the burning cabin at the end of the island. Rounding the last third of the journey, guests could see a preview of Frontierland's attractions that toured Nature's Wonderland, including the stagecoach ride, the mine train, and the back mules. 
Finally, the boat would make one last turn and arrive back at the dock to take on more guests. This is your last warning to go to Enfield Post and get your holiday postage. With the current speed of the Postal Service, I wouldn't hesitate to head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Skyway gondolas heading in and out of the Fantasyland Chalet. Below the Skyway, you can see Casey Jr. pulling into the station and guests riding a Storybook Land canal boat heading into the jewel mine of the Seven Dwarves. On the back it reads, Skyway. Disneyland's guests on a Skyway ride pass over the Casey Jr. train and a Storybook Land canal boat on their aerial journey between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. It's postmarked June 11, 1969, with an Anaheim cancel and a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, June 10th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 71 and a low of 58. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Leslie Manfield of Lyman, New Hampshire. It reads, Wednesday, a.m. Now we are having a great time. Have seen some farming spectacle. Took in Disneyland yesterday. Go to Universal Studios today. This is really some place. Beautiful flowers everywhere. Lori, Peggy, and boys. I love to look up the towns where the postcards were sent. And this week, each postcard went to small towns. This postcard went to Lyman, New Hampshire, a small town near the border of Vermont. The current population is about 533, but in the late 1960s, it would have had a population of about 200. Wisdom, Montana, where our first postcard was sent, has a current population of 98. Seven of them are school kids in kindergarten through eighth grade. Wisdom, Montana does have a post office founded in 1884. Another fun fact about our second postcard is that it shows the end of Fantasyland. It took some time for Disneyland's lands to be interconnected with walkways like it is today. If you were to recreate this postcard now, you would be able to see the walkway from Fantasyland to Frontierland. Looking through my maps, I assume the Frontierland to Fantasyland walkway opened in 1983, when New Fantasyland opened. The first map I have that shows the walkway is in a 1985 park map. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9pm Eastern, 6 Pacific. This week, I was able to catch some of the daytime ATDs, hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. I think one of my favorite parts about the art throwdown is seeing the artist or crafter make a mistake and either try the process again to get a better result or innovate his or her process to fix or feature the error. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has an illustration of the Durango and Silverton Railroad passing through some mountains. On the back it reads, Durango and Silverton Railroad opened 1882 to transport silver and gold ore. The line today provides sightseers breathtaking views of the San Juan Mountains between Durango and Silverton, Colorado. It's postmarked July 22, 2021 and sent with a Red Barn Windmill Postcard Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5547. It reads, 
Hello from Durango. I will mail this card in three and a half hours and 2,000 feet later in Silverton. While Steve fishes the Animas River, I'll be chugging up the mountain next to the river in an 1800 steam train. So cool. Janet. Thank you so much for the train postcard. I recently took a train ride and wrote some postcards while traveling. It was a fun way to pass the time. I've also been known to grab a bench on the Disneyland Railroad and write some addresses or inventory my stamps and check my postcards for appropriate postage before disembarking to feed hungry Disneyland mailboxes. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 